Welcome to Warren Radio with your hosts, the Watchman Dana Smith and Tower. Thanks for listening. Greetings in the name of the Lord and welcome to Warren Radio. This is Tower. I'm here with the Watchman and we are glad you joined us. Please send all your prayer requests and correspondence to us through our contact page at warn-usa.com. You can listen to our Warn Radio episodes on warn-usa.com and danaglennsmith.com. Warn Radio is now on the following platforms. Amazon Prime Music and Podcast, Spreaker, Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music, Blog Talk Radio, Podcast Addict, CastBox, Google Podcast, Deezer, Spotify, Anchor, and PocketCast. And be sure not to miss the following posts of our in-depth biblical articles and radio shows on DanaGlennSmith.com, What is Truth? and Lord's Lighthouse Keeper. On Dana Glenn Smith, Foundation of God Stands True. A Prophet, the Whore, and Children. Globalist Maneuver to Remove Internet Free Speech. On warn-usa.com, Grace, Faith, Promise, Book of Romans Part 8 on Sound the Shofar. War Redeemer Christian Advocacy Classic at War at Warren Radio. Persecuted True Church Global Advocacy Among Nations of Men episode. Judgment and Vanity, Isaiah's Prophetic Book, Part 81, on Battle Lines at Warren Radio. And you don't want to miss the following WIBR Warren Radio shows from August 30th, 31st, and September 1st. Wednesday's Advocacy Show, Armor of Light, Christian Brotherhood, Humanitarian, Global Persecution, Advocacy at Warren Radio. Thursday's Isaiah series, Heritage of Jacob, Isaiah's Prophetic Book, Part 186 on Battle Lines. And Kingdom War and the Coming King, Two Kingdoms, Part 1 on Sound the Shofar. And be sure to get your copy of The Rising. The Rising is a Christian fiction thriller by the watchman Dana G. Smith. The Rising continues the story of Mac a former black ops sniper, and details the takeover of America. Hidden within the storyline of the rising is the truth of what's happening in America now. And you can get your copy of the rising by going to Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Books a Million, Ingram, and the rising ebook can be found on Google Play. You can also get your copy of The Rising by going to DanaGlennSmith.com 
And while on the site, be sure to sign up for the WIBR Warren Radio Newsletter and visit our Christian Books and Resource Shop. And now I welcome in the Watchman. You're listening to Warren Radio on the WIBR Warren Radio Network. Don't forget to visit our websites at warren-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And also follow us on Twitter, find us on Instagram, and join us on LinkedIn. Greetings, Dana. How are you doing tonight? Well, you know, in spite of the election, I'm doing good. Yeah. Greetings. I hope this day finds you blessed and doing good. And uh, more and more like the fall where we're at. But that's the way it always is in this neck of the woods. And we're pretty partial to it. Today we're going to be talking about the kingdom war and the coming king. This is part two. This is the great harlot. You're listening to the WIBR Warren Radio. The WIBR is the Watchman Alert Radio Network. And the WIBR is the Watchman Institute for Biblical Research. And uh, we've been doing this particular end-time broadcast in our ministry for 25 years. Our ministry goes back when we began, back in the mid-70s. So we've been walking the walk for a long time. And we have some intense studies. We got a lot of stuff on our websites. And I just uh, put up, we're, we're featuring our Revelation series. And uh, I've worked to get the thing to where we have the entire series on three separate uh, uh, posts. Each one of them have about uh, nine or ten episodes. And uh, it's a good series. And you can find all that in the nav bar of our WIBR Warren Radio uh, website, the warn-usa.com. So go to warn-usa.com. And uh, we'll have articles on there. We have a lot of shows because that is the main website for uh, our broadcasts. And then... Uh, you can go to the WIBR, that is the DanaGlennSmith.com website, and there will be a lot of in-depth articles. This is part of the Watchman Institute. These are long articles, a lot of them. And uh, we don't have a lot of ads like everybody else does. Matter of fact, these are almost hidden. And... Uh, 
we do have uh, our books that we have up there. So uh, I encourage you to get my book, The Rising, by Dana Glenn Smith. Now you can go over to our websites and we've got links. You can go over to the Dana Glenn Smith and we have a small little place where we have a shop or a bookstore where you can look at the books that, uh, some of the books I've written. And uh, the latest is The Rising, which really does um, tell you about some of the things that's going on in America today. And it's a Christian fiction thriller set in America, but it has a lot to say. So check it out. And if you have a mind to get the book, read it, and give me a review of it. Tell me what you think. And I, I thank you for your time to do that. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of things happening in America today that are not America. And uh, I've had, for many, 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 many years, I've been warning America about judgment to come. And the reason I did that is because I had a series of visions and a call. And the Lord told me that America as I knew it would cease to exist. Well, in my mind, it's already ceased to exist because it's not like the one I grew up in, nor my dad, or my wife, or, you know, any of our family or anybody that I know that's our age. So America as we know it has ceased to exist. And uh, we, we have very big issues going on. And the people, you know, there is a lot of darkness. And uh, many years ago, I was interviewing a lot of different people. And I interviewed this black ops sniper who did special projects for the government in a black light project. You, you're not supposed to know about him. And uh, he became a Christian. And so I got to know him. I can't remember how I got to know him, but I did. And I haven't seen him for years. He did a series of interviews with us and then we parted our ways. But one of the things he said was, you know, there, there's, there are black people in our government and he says I don't mean the race color black I mean black hearted people that are in our country that are in our government who is going to take over America and he says and when they begin to take over America now this probably been 20 years ago and uh, he said when they begin they will co-opt gangs and others to do their work for them initially to destroy the infrastructure and things and then when they do finally take over then they'll destroy these groups 
Well, you know, surprise, to, uh, you know, surprise, surprise. That's exactly what Biden did and his minions. And uh, Biden's not smart enough to figure this out. So the reason I bring this up, because this, this series is the kingdom war and the coming king. The coming king is not the devil. The coming king is Jesus Christ, Yahshua HaMashiach. He's coming. We're in the end days. Now, the Antichrist, which is really not what we call him, we call him the beast, because there's a lot of Antichrists. Even Barack Obama is Antichrist. There's a lot of people who are anti-Christ in this country and around the world. You know, if you go, uh, Kim Jong-un is anti-Christ. Xi of China is anti-Christ. But many times Christians will use that to depict the beast of Revelation. And so when we talk about this, the one that's coming, he is going to be separated from a regular person who may be an unbeliever and an antichrist, even anti or opposed to Christ. That's what anti is. So the kingdom war comes right now. We're in the kingdom war. We've been in the kingdom war actually since the time of Christ and he died on the cross. But it ramped up as we got in the time clock, the prophetic time clock. So the great harlot greets us in these end of days. And she is pictured riding on the beast. And she has the cup of abominations that's poured out on the nations. And the people drink of that and get drunken. Now, the reason that's used is because when people begin doing these and indulging in these sins, they get giddy and they're happy, and <clears throat> many of them are. <clears throat> and that's why we call it, you know, the nations, you know, get drunk on her harlotries. So these are important points. So in these end of days, as believers, we're expecting the return of the greater son of David, Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus Christ our Lord. Now, if you're hearing me in another country, you may not be able to identify with this, but, you know, in America, many times we watch the world turn the clock forward. Americans are, are in a different type of country. They used to be. Right now, it's getting worse. And it's going to get worse. And uh, the division in America, I prophesied a long time ago that the division in America would get worse and worse and worse. And that's where we're at today. We are divided. And you know and I know that a country divided is not going to stand. And already 
you know, in this particular Biden administration, and of course there's been previous ones, and one being Barack Obama, who did the same thing. And, uh, you know, Biden administration had a deal. And, of course, they keep it quiet. And the reason we know this is because there was some uh, information that was leaked out. And uh, we actually got to see a video of Antifa and BLM, too and how that they were in cahoots with the Biden administration. And we all saw Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats all kneel to BLM. Well, see, we don't kneel to anybody except for God Almighty and Jesus Christ our Lord. And so they went to work burning and pillaging, and they're still pillaging and causing trouble, but almost universal. None of them ever get thrown in jail. They will put them in there and then release them just to make it look good. But you let the J6ers, the Patriots, and some of them Christian, go up and protest an immoral election that we know was crooked. The Democrats deny it every time. They'll throw you in jail. So that's what they're doing with the J6ers. Because they want to get rid of all of them. And they were even calling, AOC was one of them that was calling to, you know, hunt down all the patriots, hunt down all the conservatives, and hunt down the Christians. So America is, is a stone's throw away from becoming itself a great harlot. Now, the great harlot is the one that deceives the nations with her sorceries and everything. And the people develop these proclivities and these sins that are unique to this dark one that's coming. So at any rate, what we're going to be looking at and what we do look at are various popular scriptures and see how things are coming around. And there's one other thing that will be coming and nobody really talks about it. But one day America will be invaded. And it'll be a whole scale invasion coming from different places and they will kill a lot of people in this country. Now I don't know when it's going to happen. But in a vision of that particular Thing I just told you. I had a vision and I was standing 
in the middle of a plain, you know, a place where, you know, it was a large area. And coming from the east, now this is just one direction they were coming from. And I saw all manner of fighting equipment and men and soldiers. I didn't see what, you know, who they were from. I saw that there was an invasion. And so I don't want to scare you today. But see, I've had numerous visions over the years. And of course, many people don't know me, and there's a reason for that. I work, and I work silently. I don't advertise it. I'm not part of a big church. I am a watchman, a warner, a preacher, a teacher. And we work within a small group. And our goal is to welcome in the Lord Jesus Christ to this earth. Our goal is to prepare as many believers as we can. Because it's coming. And America, as you know it, will indeed totally cease to exist. And they will come after the churches. And there will be like in many other places attacks on churches and their target will be Christians and pastors that's already happening worldwide we do an advocacy broadcast on Wednesday talking about the persecuted church the persecuted church in many I mean the church in many areas Nigerian India uh, they're having trouble in Nargano uh, Karabakh. I think that's how they say it. I mean, I can't even tell you how many places. And we've we've covered a number of them. We you you just can't cover everything, and you can't get enough funds and enough help to help the Christians that are being attacked today. But they are. So America, and this is going to go the same for the UK, for Europe, there's going to be a lot of barriers. If you, and America has been predominantly Christian for its entire being. So let us move on now. Now the first one up is Revelation 17, 1 through 6. Now we are going to go through a number of this because we're talking about the powers of darkness. One of the powers of darkness that the devil is using in America is the presidency and the Congress. Politically. And they're going to continue to push there. Now the one reason they hate Trump so much 
to throw him in jail for all of his life and those who help him is because they are deathly afraid of Donald Trump. Because he can make changes. And he's capable. He is an enemy of those in this country that want to destroy this country. So these are the principalities and powers. So if you're one of those that hate Trump, you're on the wrong side. But yet, you can get on there easily. Not by voting by, for Trump, but just seeking the Lord. And make sure you're on the Lord's side. Because in this battle, there are going to be casualties. That's the way it is. The great harlot, the kingdom of darkness, Revelation 17, verse 1. <clears throat> and there came one of the seven angels, which had the seven vials, and talked with me, saying, Come hither, and I'll show unto thee the judgment of the great whore that sitteth upon many waters. Now see, the great whore is going to be judged. And this is why we come up with the term Mystery Babylon. Because it's in Revelation 17. So with whom the kings of the earth have committed fornication and the inhabitants of the earth have made drunk with the wine of her fornication. That's because the delicacies she offers and the abominations that she represents, they're an abomination before God. And she will, she's part of the principalities and powers that bring in laws and change people's hearts and changes nations. And the abominations are many. And in America, we have a certain list of abominations that we will do. I mean, we'll imbibe in all of them. But there are other nations with different abominations that they do that America isn't doing. So when we talk about abominations... You know, we already know what sins are. Paul lists them. You can find a list of them in the Torah, the Tanakh. We know what sins are. These are abominations. These are things that are so bad, they're a stench in the nostrils of Almighty God. And... So this is how it describes this woman. Now verse 2. And with whom the kings of the earth have committed fornication. And the inhabitants of the earth have made drunk with the wine of her fornication. Now you see. There's a lot of things that make people happy. Money. Alcohol or wine sex, and any number of things. 
Some people delight in murdering people. There's all kinds of these things. But these kind of fornications have been poured out. In other words, as Paul describes it, these are the days of lawlessness. These are the days of perilous times. These are the days when society rejects the Son of God. It, the whole thing is described as the love of the truth, which is our God so loved the world he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him would not perish but have eternal life. It includes Christ on the cross, the virgin birth of Christ, everything that we as Christians have been taught and know. This woman is going to be opposite. These abominations. And so you are in that arena today, right now, to where this woman, and especially in America, you know, we've been watching. I've been watching this for, mo well, <laughs> see, we were called specifically to this end time ministry. And so we've been watching. And we've watched it increase. Now, see, I'm a product you know, I was raised in the church. I was also, as a teenager, rebellious little thing. I was a dumb kid. But I thought I was smart. And then God got a hold of my heart again. And yeah, I was in the church. I knew who Jesus was. I knew what the cross was for. I knew Mary and the whole nine yards. I was a Methodist. But then God called me out for a real relationship with him. And it's what all Christians should have when you know the Lord. So we've been watching this. But I can tell you that people, you know, in America, pretty much, even the Democrats, don't like Biden. They don't like what he does. They don't like what he's trying to do. They don't like any of it. But there's somebody behind the scenes pulling the strings of Biden. Because Biden is not smart enough to do it all by himself. And it came out, someone came out, prominent figure that said Barack Obama was back there. Well, you know, we knew the background of Barack Obama. About the time he started running, we researched him. We did interviews with people that knew, people directly 
that lived in the same country he did, Christian pastors and others, and those who worked with the Christian pastors. And so we knew where he came from. We knew that they did blood sacrifices to Satan to give him power to come to America and be president. But not only that, there's something that people don't know. He got money from an unknown source. Well, we can guess that that source was somebody like Soros. Because once you start working for the devil, and there has been reports from those who was in the Obama administration that there are times he would be going into his room and another voice would start talking to him and he was the only one in the room. So, you can read the scripture and you can try to figure it out. But what I'm getting at is that when we look at these things in Revelation, they're words. We read it. And matter of fact, there was a time when you read Revelation and you wouldn't believe any of it because it was so far-fetched. Growing up in our town, we had churches everywhere. Everybody believed in Jesus. Everybody, almost everybody was a Christian. And even the board members, they'd go to church on Sunday and be in the bar Sunday night. But everybody was a Christian. And America was a free country. Totally different. And I I got into the midst of the 60s and the rebellion. I had lots of friends. It was a rebellious time. There was also the Jesus movement. That was my time. But we look today now and we can see this harlot working over the decades. And now it's clear when you look at what they've done through teaching the kids and people coming in and what they're doing now. Absolute abomination. And this is just the beginning. So with whom the kings of the earth have committed fornication. And the inhabitants of the earth have been made drunk with the wine of her fornication. So he carried me in the spirit into the wilderness. And I saw a woman sit upon a scarlet colored beast. Now this is all symbolism. Full of names of blasphemy, having seven heads and ten horns. Seven is, is, is a perfect number. Ten is an even number. Ten, that is completion and power. He had ten of them. Remember the five virgins? Five wise virgins, five foolish virgins that story using ten altogether and five each 
is, is a completion. It's a fullness. So I had full names of, of blasphemy. Full of names of blasphemy having seven heads. Had a lot of power. And the woman was arrayed in purple and scarlet color. Now these are royalty colors. So she was considered royalty in her own way. This is the power of darkness decked out. Because sin is always made attractive by the devil. And he always rewards those. If you follow the devil, you will be rewarded. The only problem, when you get before God, you ain't going to like the reward. Being arrayed in purple and scarlet color, decked with gold and precious stones and pearls. Now this shows the vanity, because this isn't going to last forever. This is temporary. She's going to be destroyed. This, this is the power of darkness, is what he's describing. And it looks good. She was decked with gold and precious stones and pearls, having a golden cup in her hand. Of course, gold, right? In her hand, full of abominations and the filthiness of her fornication. Now, you see, if you see the symbolism here, you can go back and read some of the Proverbs and Psalms. And you can find some stories about wickedness. Especially the young man who gets caught by the woman on the corner. And she wants him to come into her bed that she's perfumed and make love for her husband is away. Fornication, adultery. Of course that's precious, right? Precious to the woman. The guy is enticed. Well today now we have much worse than that. But see, sin is always introduced with an introduction, you know, and the vanity, the flesh, the performance, the satisfaction. Of course, guilt comes later if you've got any conscience. The problem in America, we've done away with the conscience. We don't have conscience. Most of them are seared. So the golden cup, that guy, once he, once he touches her, once she gets close, he's going to be enraptured in the abominations and the filthiness of what he's doing. And this woman works that way on nations. And once she gets an inroad, and look at all these woke kids we have around here. That's because 
they have been educated in a system that allows people who are godless to take kids and lie to them and tell them there's something that they're not. They will do anything, but don't you believe the Bible. Don't believe these Christians. Don't go there because they're liars. And upon her forehead was written, Mystery Babylon the Great, the mother of harlots and abominations of the earth. Now remember, this is a mystery. Babylon the Great was, Babylon itself was the one that uh, the children of Israel, Judah, was carried away captive into her midst for 70 years. But it was also the time when Daniel the prophet stood up. So, some of our greatest prophecies and also that was and also the line of Yeshua can be traced going into captivity into Babylon and coming out. So the purposes of God was able to work things out even in the midst of going to Babylon. So mystery Babylon the Great, which Babylon, you can trace her to Babel and the tower, the confusing of languages, but there's also something that was said there that, you know, they were all in unison, all the nations. They could uh, understand each other and they were conspiring together. And those that were looking on Babel this was the Lord and those with him. They talked about the fact that, that now, you know, it was these humans who were united and building a big tower. Nothing would be withheld from them because of their unity in darkness, in rebellion. So when we look at Babylon the Great, it takes you back to Babel back to the confusing of the languages to prevent man from doing something God didn't want done. And it was done out of pride. And so, mystery, Babylon the Great, the mother of harlots and abominations of the earth. And I saw the woman drunken with the blood of the saints and with the blood of the martyrs of Jesus. And when I saw her, I wondered with great admiration. Now the angel did ask him, why are you wondering? You know, now admiration is admiring her because she, you know, she's going to be decked out. She's going to be looking gorgeous. She's going to be a scene he has literally never seen before. And so... It catches you off guard. Now she's drunk with the blood of the saints. Now this same spirit was in Rome. Because in the latter part of Rome, somewhere in Rome's life, they got into the point where the crusaders were going beyond just, I mean, the uh, those who fought in the arena. You know, the gladiators. They got to the point to where 
they were actually killing Christians. And so this is, when you see this, this blood here that spilled, this is the blood guilt. And there was blood guilt in Rome because what they were doing to the Christians and others. And there was blood guilt and there's going to be blood guilt on the nations of men because of what they're doing. And there's going to be part of the tribulation that I call judgment of the blood and it's in there. I've been teaching on blood guilt and the judgment of the blood for many, many years. And I can tell you that there's certain specifics in Revelation that you need to pay attention to. So this is the mother of harlots. She's powerful. She's astoundingly presentable to the world to make both men and women become attracted to her. But the minute you touch her, you're going to die. Because you're going to fall for this fornication that is filthy, but yet it looks so tempting and so great. Just It enraptures you, brings you in. And so they're going to be like a bunch of drunken, you know, high schoolers. They're just going to be enraptured. Now in verse 7, the angel said unto me, Wherefore did thou marvel? I will tell thee the mystery of the woman and of the beast that carrieth her, which have seven heads and ten horns. And the beast that thou sawest was and is not, and shall descend out of the bottomless pit, and go into perdition. And they on the earth, so in other words, you know, Shall, shall ascend out of the bottomless pit and go into perdition. And they that dwell on the earth shall wonder. So the beast is coming out of the bottomless pit and he is going to go into perdition. In other words, destruction. But when those that on earth see him in his presentable form on earth, they're going to wonder. And this is amazement, astounding, unbelievable. And they that dwell on the earth shall wonder whose names were not written in the book of life from the foundation of the world when they behold the beast that was and is not and yet is. And so we you know, we look at the establishment of the power. Now, see, I'm not interested in all the rest of this that was and is not yet is. It's all a mystery. That's not what we're looking at because we're in the part that yet is, okay? He was, And then he was locked up in the bottom and, uh, bottomless pit, so he was not. And then he's released. And 
you know, the obvious thing is, why was he released? Very simple. Because the man of sin is not going to ascend into his role at, as Antichrist unless the world is prepared for him. And that means lawlessness. The world has to be totally at war against God. And that's where you find God sending judgment to certain areas to wake them up to what they're doing. Now see, that's that's when a nation turns against God and begins doing what they want. And Israel did that, both houses. And then they woke up. Actually, Judah woke up. The other ones didn't. You see, this is what it is. We're talking about the beast. We're not worried about where the beast went and why he wasn't around. We're interested in the part that he's now here. And you don't see him. He's a he's powerful. Principalities and power. And here is the mind which has wisdom. The seven heads are seven mountains on which the woman sits. Now, of course, everybody looks at that as Rome. But you see, when you look at Jerusalem in Revelation, you know, Jerusalem is known as Sodom and Egypt in Revelation. And that's because Jerusalem has had been conquered many times. There's been a lot of bloodshed there. And so you have a lot of blood guilt and innocent blood spilt in the land. And to this day, it's still happening. The seven heads are seven mountains on which the woman sits, and there are seven kings, five are fallen, one is, and the other is yet to come. And when he cometh, he must continue a short space. And the beast that was and is not, even he is the eighth and is of the seven and goes into perdition. And the ten horns which you saw are ten kings which have received no kin kingdom as yet, but received power as kings one hour with the beast. These have one mind and shall give their power and strength unto the beast. Now you see, one mind, that's where Babel comes in. They were all of one mind, one spirit. So what you're looking at is the, the fulfillment of the kingdom of darkness with which you have the Antichrist or the beast and he's the chief mucky muck in this. He's the one that declares himself that he is God in the temple of God. That's in Second Thessalonians 2. Paul calls him the son of perdition. Now, beast calls him, I mean, John calls him a beast because that's what he is and where he ascended from. And he's very powerful, very deceitful. And so, the way heaven works when they bring these things for you to understand, they put it in these forms here as we're reading in Revelation. But we're talking about 
the man that comes and will declare himself God is, you know, in the temple of God. And it has to be a temple, not a synagogue, and it's not going to be a church. It will be a temple. So there's got to be a third temple built by Israel in the land. Because that's what Paul said. And he will set himself up as God in that temple. And then, of course, you have the false prophet. Both of them will do miracles and signs and wonders. And in Revelation, I mean in Second uh, Thessalonians, where this is written, you know, he deceives the masses through these things. And because they're united, they're bringing this kingdom of darkness into power. But he's given a short time. So these are the principalities and powers. This is the setup. And this, you know, this has been set up a long time ago, I mean. But see, John is the one that gave this to us. And so we can look back at the time of John, which wrote this, and this came on the heels of Calvary and the resurrection of Christ, establishing his kingdom reign as the king of kings and lord of lords. And from that time forward has been this dark battle. Because before he could get the keys, there had to be that atonement for the sins of men. And so your bodies, that's why they call the bodies, I call it the body of death, because it's given unto man once to die. Christians, everybody, are going to die once. Now there's been two. Enoch walked with God, and Elijah was taken up in a chariot. So when we study the two prophets in Revelation, we naturally think those are the two that are going to come back and preach a certain time during the time of the Antichrist who won't be able to do anything to them. And then finally he'll overcome them and they will be killed and then ascend. And so because God said it's appointed unto all men once to die, they have to die because being taken up in a chariot to God is not dying. So at any rate, these are just some minor points. So what that means for you is that there's this intense power of darkness and it, there's intense, you know, and they work through humans. So all these proclivities, these sins, these things that attract men and women, and when they're poured out, you know, there's a spirit of uncleanness about the land. Now, there's a spirit of uncleanness that's been poured out on America. And it goes on everybody. And deception is part of that. So this is why we're seeing what we're seeing today. And it's an increase, and it's going to continue to increase. 
Now see, when I was raised, they couldn't do this because there were morals. People were going to church. But since in America today, you know, and and Obama, you know, when he was here, he let in a lot of Muslims, all of whom believe differently. And the majority of people that are killing Christians a day are jihadist Muslims. But there's also radical Hindus that are killing Christians. So this is the powers of darkness. And so when we, when we look at this, the great harlot, she is behind this stuff. She is the one that works in tandem with the beast. She works on the deception and making people weak and vulnerable. And he works on creating the power. Because just because people are lost up in their lusts of the flesh, you need power to control nations. And that's what he has. And today we have that. He has that. Now we have Christ. And while the devil is trying to destroy the world, there's revivals going on. Christians are getting, you know, are seeing deliverance. There's people that are repenting. The miraculous is here. So there's two power structures here, one of God and one of the devil. And and they are indeed, this is a kingdom war even for America. And unfortunately, America is going to lose. Now, I pray if, if we were to have a total revival, we would win. But these are just a few things. The next part is kingdom darkness with the Lamb. Kingdom of darkness and the war with the Lamb. Now we talked a little bit about that, but today was talking about the harlot and her power to deceive. Father, thank you for this word. Bless this word to the hearts of those who hear it whenever they do. And in Jesus' name I bind you, Satan, and the powers of darkness from the preaching, teaching, streaming, and receiving of this word in Jesus' name. Until next time, take care of yourselves. Seek the Lord, look to him. <clears throat> and all these things we're talking about, remember, we win, okay? This is just for you to be aware of. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a sound mind. We win. <coughs> Excuse me. Till next time. Take care of yourselves and your family. Visit our websites, warn-usa.com, danaglennsmith.com. Shalom, everybody. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warn Radio.